Hey Scooby Squad, welcome to Puppy Dog Tales, where we share amazing true stories about man's best friend. I'm Hannah. And I'm Monica. And today's story follows a meow doggy who saved an infant from the cold. Okay, is it weird that I'm like nervous to do the do 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 do? You look nervous, and I was like, "What's wrong with the vibe in here?" No, the vibe is fine. It's just because like there was that one time where they were put in there. Now I'm nervous about it, even though I know it was just COVID fog. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. It was. Happy birthday! Thanks. Yesterday was Ani's birthday. Yeah. Yesterday from when we're recording it, not yesterday from when you're gonna hear it. But yeah. Oh yeah. Oops. It's okay. Yeah. Thank you. I am not going to say how old I am, because, yeah. That's okay. Um, also, happy Thanks. fall, y'all. Oh, goodness. I'm from the South. I can say y'all whenever I, I want. It doesn't I have know. to be fall. I'm from here, too. I mean, but you're not, like, I'm so from here, from here. See, I'm from here adjacent. So, to explain that real quick, my family is from the Northwest, <laughs> yeah. and my parents grew up in the Northwest, and they only moved down to the South right before they had kids. So, we're right. technically Southerners, but we're also not at yeah. the same time. <laughs> so Like, I think you very recently have started saying y'all, yeah. and even then, it's very rare. Within the past five years of my life, did I start, like, letting y'all become part of my vernacular? vernacular? Yeah. And it's because it's easier to, it's really mostly because it's easy to refer to a group of children Uh as y'all. Yeah. Because they get really mad when you say guys, because I was raised that guys is the... Right, but in the South, guys means boys. Guys means boys in the South, but... I got, I got hate for that a lot, because I would say That's guys funny. to my female friends, and they'd be like, we're not guys. And I was like, "That's funny." guys is I'll say neutral. guys to my kids, too. But yeah, y'all just has like a, yeah. an extra authority to it down here. It sure does. So you can be like, y'all, and they're like, oh, you yeah. mean business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she ain't playing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had some pumpkin spice chai lattes. Yeah, they were nice. Because it's finally fall. That I'm excited. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I, yeah. I can't wait. It's like not quite sweater weather, but it's the point in the year where I just decide that it's sweater. 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 Cut that out. I don't know if I want to. Okay, well, you don't have to, but <laughs> it's the point in the year where I just decide it's sweater weather. Whether it is or not, I'm yeah, just like, yeah. I'm wearing it. I don't care if I'm hot. I'll suffer. It's fine. Not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before that it was definitely sweater weather because I wore a sweater. Yeah. And it was, and I was Oh my cold. gosh. The day, two days before my birthday on Friday, because it was like right when there was a tropical storm coming. It was so nice. The weather was Friday was nice. Perfect. That was, well, Saturday was cold, but there was also a storm. Well, right. Then not perfect, but Friday was great. Yeah. But yeah, so happy fall. <laughs> All right, well, we should get into the story today. So we're going to talk today about a meow doggy. Aww. So we're talking about a cat today. Um, and our story takes place in Obninsk, Russia, which is just outside of Moscow, in January of 2015. So very, very cold. Um, so our story follows Masha, who is a long-haired tabby cat. Cool. And... She was one of those, like, neighborhood apartment cats, you know? Like, Mm. she didn't have an official owner, but, like, 
Everybody in the apartment building knew her. They all loved yeah. her. They all took care of her. You have a story I can tell on your face. I have a confession. Okay. We have a neighborhood, a couple neighborhood cats. You do, and yeah. And they get on my freaking nerves, oh. man. Like, so many people feed them, so they come up to our door, and they make mocha so mad. Yeah. Like, I've seen her run headfirst into the door. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and hissing, and, and like, that, not just that, that like, Whoa. that guttural hiss, trying to get them to go away. She hates them. I don't know and, that I've heard Mocha hiss that much. Oh, yeah. I mean, she she uses a Sadie, like, daily. Well, um, yeah, but, yeah. like. Oh, my yeah. God. She Hates them. Aww. Hates them. Um, and and then they're always just like, they're sitting on our porch. They're yeah. Like meowing at us. Sadie has a hard time, like, not, not wanting, wanting to be their best friend. Them. Right. So, gotcha. the neighborhood cat thing frustrates me a lot. I understand. But I, I mean, I have two cats. I like cats. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the people, the residents of this apartment building absolutely loved Masha. That's great. Um, and like, yeah, her name. Somebody just started calling her Masha, and the name just stuck. Um, the residents all looked out for her. I think they gave her, like, a little place to sleep at the bottom of some stairs um, that were just inside the entrance to the building. Oh, okay. Just so she'd have a little place to sleep. Um, yeah, they fed her. They gave her water. Like, everybody in the building kind of, like, took turns taking care of her. Um, and she was described as being very, like... Um, placid, very easygoing, friendly. Um, in the uh. South, we have a phrase. Um, I don't know if it's a phrase anywhere else, but like we say, we would say this cat is the type of cat who never met a stranger. So like, I feel like that's a phrase other places. Is it okay? Well, I know, I know it's one. In, I know it's one here in the Let South. So know. let us know if you've heard that phrase before. Um. But yeah, residents always looked forward to her greeting them whenever they came home. She was just like, you know, just like a nice little neighborhood cat. So, Aww. again, so our story today takes place in January in Russia. So, like, cold, oh, cold. Oh, dang. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, so I went to a school in the Appalachian Mountains of North Carolina. So, like, it gets cold in the winter yeah, time. Like, it I does. <laughs> there was one day. I was so stupid. Uh, we were walking to, I was walking to the bus, and it was like the day before had been warm, and it was like bright mm-hmm. and sunny because it. Oh my gosh, this island. It was Boone, North Carolina, and Boone has like its own weather pattern. It does because I live. It not, seriously does. I lived not an hour from Boone, and we would yeah. have completely. Different weather when oh. my brother was up at App. Yeah. No, like, there's, like, this one spot when you're driving up the mountain where it changes. It does. Yeah. I know. And like, right after North Wilkesboro? Yeah. yeah. Right after the bridge. For any of y'all. Yeah. Yep. For any of y'all North Carolinians, you know what we're talking about. If you've ever been yeah. there, you know. So, anyway. So, it can go from, like, bright and sunny to, like, freezing cold. And foggy. And like, foggy. Peace in fog. seconds. Yes. <laughs> Pea soup. Yes. Pea soup. Like, thick, thick fog. So anyway, this kind of weather, it's like literally one day I'm walking to the bus. I thought it was going to be warm and sunny like it was the day before. And it was sunny, but it wasn't warm. It was like mm-hmm. negative something. And like, little, yeah, and I didn't good. have my jacket and I didn't have time. I think I had like a leather jacket, like not my coat that I needed. 
And I didn't have time to run back and get it because I was about to be late for class. So I'm just walking to my bus stop and like my nostrils were freezing. Ah. Like, I mean, literal like How ice was it? Like, inside of my nostrils. Right? I think it was like, yeah, it might have been in the negatives, but it was cold. So anyway. <laughs> I remember one time <laughs> as a kid, we were like watching temperatures drop and it was like at like two degrees and we were like, go, go. Like, yeah, we were never like rooting curious, for zero. Like, zero degrees. <laughs> we were just curious. So I looked it up and like the average high of like the high of the day in Obninsk, Russia in January would be like 18 degrees Fahrenheit. That's the high. That's the high. Oh oh no. So right. So this is the evening. So it's like nostrils freezing cold. Yeah. Um, That's fun. So this is on a Saturday night. One resident um, I'm going to do my best with name pronunciation, but we're going to Russia, so no promises. Yeah, sorry. Um, okay. Um, so one resident named Nadista Makovikova, Makovikova heard okay. Masha and another crying sound coming from the entryway, which again, oh. like, this was not a noisy cat. Like, this was... The friendly neighborhood Just cat. like this super sweet, friendly cat. So likes her. Yeah. yeah. So she assumes something is wrong with Masha. Like, somehow another cat's got in, then they're having a fight. Like, there's some sort of altercation. Maybe she's in distress. So she goes to check on Masha, and when she goes to check on her, she finds her lying in a box, which some of the accounts that I... There's so many accounts of this story. Oh, really? Yes. So some of the accounts of the story said that it was a box that... Masha normally sleeps in. Yeah. Um, some said it was a different box. Not really sure. But okay. she's lying in a box surrounding a small baby boy. Um, and so the crying That's crazy. So Masha, <laughs> so Masha was crying. Masha was meowing really loudly. Oh. But the baby was also crying. So that was the other noise she was hearing. Oh, was the baby oh my crying? God. Um, another resident, Irina Lavrova. Said she, oh, I feel like I pronounced that well. Sounded good. Yeah. Said that she was taking out the trash. And as she was taking the trash out, she immediately found it odd that Masha wasn't, like, greeting her like she normally would. Oh. Um. So she hears Masha. <laughs> Neighborhood watch cat. I know. <laughs> so she hears Masha meowing loudly. And Lavrova assumes that Masha was injured. So she also went to go check and was shocked when she saw Masha laying next to this baby boy. So the boy was Aww. already shivering. He was crying. Um, and he was dressed warmly. Like, he was wearing, like, head-to-toe onesie. He was he had okay. a hat on. So he wasn't That's just, weird. like... Yeah. Yeah, but, like, he had just... He was just in this box. Like, clearly his parents or somebody had just left him. That's really strange. It's really sad. Um... So Masha had been the first to find the baby. Aww. Um, she had climbed into the box that he'd been left in, and oh. she used her body to keep him warm. Aww. Because again, this is like at nighttime, Negatives. January in Russia. Like yeah. it is cold. Negatives Fahrenheit or Celsius. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Dang. Yes. And then, like, in an attempt to kind of calm the baby down, she was also, like, licking his face. Aww. 
to try to comfort him and soothe him a little bit. Oh my god, Tucker and Mocha every now and then get really compassionate and will do that. Yeah. Uh, Mocha a lot more, but one time I was in college, um, I was just, I was sick and it was weird kind of sick. Like yeah. my temperature wasn't high. My temperature was like 95. Mm-hmm. Like it was weird. And um, I just remember like laying down, like feeling really crappy. And Tucker just came and like licked my entire hand, Aww, like palm side sweetie. and back side. And he, he can was be not a sweetheart. sweet boy when no. he was young. He's much nicer now. It's, it's funny that cats, um, it seems funny that cats do that, even though dogs do it too. Like, and we don't question when dogs do it. No, yeah. But I think it's just because they're not as domesticated. Sadie, by the way. <laughs> Sadie, by the way, is like saying hi. Saying hi and trying to lick us. And yeah, there's not enough room for you right now, baby. And we love you. Um, yeah. So immediately, um, Makogakova immediately called the paramedics to come and help the baby. Um, so the paramedics who arrived on scene said it would be very unlikely that he would have survived the night. Oh, my God. Um, and again, the only reason that he was found was because um, Masha was crying so loudly and meowing to get people's attention. Wow. Um, the baby had been left with some extra baby food and diapers Oh, and yeah, no. it, like clearly the parents had just abandoned him. abandoned him for whatever reason. Either they couldn't That's take crazy. care of him oh. or they didn't want okay. him. I don't know. Uh, okay. It's so sad. I don't know how things work in Russia. Yeah. Obviously. But I, I know that in like in the U.S., if you can't take, if you find, like find a baby or if you can't take care of your baby, you can take them to a fire department. Yeah. And drop them off with no... Repercussion. Repercussion. Yeah. They'll just, they'll take it and yep. they'll put them into the, them into the adoption system. Yeah. Like, so I don't, uh, yeah. that's, that sucks. Yeah. So after the initial check that the paramedics did, they took him into the ambulance and Masha had a really hard time being told she couldn't go with them. Because this was her baby. She was protecting him. Yeah, so she literally kept trying to hop onto the ambulance, like jump into it, so that she could go with the with the baby. Um, one of the one of the paramedics on scene, um, Vera, even Nina, um, said that Masha seemed really worried about where they were taking the baby. Like she kept following them and meowing at them because she didn't know where they were taking him. Um, That's so sweet. I know. And like this follows, it really does follow cat behavior. And I think like, um, I think there's like studies that like cats see us as other cats. So like the reason if your cats ever brought you home like a dead animal, (laughs) they literally think this stupid cat can't hunt for themselves. Yep. Like, this is, this cat is really bad at being a cat. Let me go hunt for them. Like, that's yeah. why it's, like, it's a gift because they're, like, I'm going to f- provide food for you because clearly yeah. you can't hunt for yourself. And I talked about that last week a little bit with um, Mocha and Xavier with the with the shrews. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Except sometimes it's also, like, a um, kind of like an offering. Yeah. Like, you are my human overlords. I'm like... <laughs> Present you with the best part of my meal that I have caught. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so clearly, like, this cat had seen this baby as her kitten. Like, she sees... Because 
Yeah, because cats will take care of, like, lost kittens and stuff. Mm -hmm. So she just saw this little baby and was like, oh, little lost kitten. I've got to keep this kitten warm. Right? I've got to protect this little kitten. Got to clean him off. Got to comfort this little buddy. Like, he's cold. Got to warm him up. And then when they, like, were taking him, she was like, where are you taking my kitten? Like, because that's, in her mind, that's her Mm -hmm. kitten. Um. So, at the hospital, the doctors estimated the baby was between two and three months old. Aww. So, he's itsy-bitsy. Oh, my God. Poor baby. Um, and luckily, despite being left in the cold for probably a couple of hours, yeah. um, he was said to be perfectly fine physically. Oh, wow. No, like, lasting, great. yes, no lasting effects from being in the cold. Um, which, again... Is all thanks to Masha for wow, like yeah, protecting him, keeping him warm, crying out so that people you know could do something to you know, protect him, to you help know him. Cats like their body temperature is three degrees higher than ours. Like, mm-hmm. they yeah, can definitely helps keep us keep us warm. Yeah. So, the neighborhood after that, like, I mean, they loved Masha before this story but like after this happened they were so proud of their little shared feline friend and the neighborhood all like rallied together to spoil her rotten um so everybody was feeding her their favorite foods giving her extra blankets lots of extra love um Mm -hmm. and then as for the boy I I tried really hard to find follow-up articles. I mean, this story oh, yeah. went viral. Like, this story... Wow. If you Google Masha the cat or, like, cat Obnin Scrusha, like, it's... You'll find tons of articles wow. about it. Like, it's all over. And I could not find any follow-up articles about, like, where the boy is now Aww. or, like... Makes sense. What happened, which, right. Yeah. I mean, it's his personal information it doesn't need to be out there but just like you know i want to know what happens like i'm sure that he's fine now um but right so the last that i could find was that the police in the area were trying to find the boy's parents Mm -hmm. um but that's that was the last update i could find um so i think he was they were gonna keep him at the hospital until either they could find his parents or they could find him guardians that could watch over him and apparently like again this story went viral and so apparently like there were thousands of people from all over the world offering to adopt either masha or this little boy like people all over the world were like stop offering to help and how they could so yeah but regardless of where he is now wherever he is now he always has a (laughs) you're gonna hate me he always has oh, a God. furry godmother. Oh, no. There it is. <laughs> In Masha. Oh, but it's cute. It is um, cute. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on. Okay. I have a... Fairly short segment, but I thought it was really interesting uh, segment about cats and where they got the the term like their nine lives. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of history to it, and it's really interesting. Hmm. Um, to start with a quote that I believe is from Shakespeare. Oh. Um, 
I couldn't decide. I couldn't tell if this quote was from Shakespeare or if, like, because there is a quote in Romeo and Juliet about cats. Really? Yes. And I don't remember the line, but huh. um, Shakespeare was really interested in the lore of cats being godlike. Huh. Um, so the old English proverb says, a cat has nine lives, for three he plays, for three he strays, and for three he stays. Oh, that's um, so cute. Isn't it cute? Yeah. I was like, that's so interesting. So it really starts out when cats kind of domesticated themselves, because <laughs> yeah. we didn't domesticate no, cats. They chose like... to live with Egyptians. Yep. Um, so, and that was around the earliest, like, remains of, like, cats with Egyptians found are... About 10,000 years ago. Wow. Um, I thought it was even less, but it looks like there's been more findings um, since the last time I looked. Um, So, Egyptians always thought they were higher beings because they were go as they please. They could fall (laughs) from great heights. They could take care of themselves in the wild. In Egypt. It makes sense, like, yeah. And they would also take care of the people. Like Also, like, cats kind of act like they think that they're superior beings, like... Yeah, yeah. I think there's a saying... I don't know, I think I've heard this in church before, where, like, you know, dogs get food from their owner, and they're like, oh, man, they gave me food. They must mm-hmm. be God. And cats get food from their owner and are like, man, they gave me food. I must I'm be a, God. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like... It's like how you, like, in ancient, like, lore, you, like, sacrifice to your gods. Like, yeah. they give me food, so I'm a god. Right. Oh, uh, that makes so much, that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I know. So, um, the, in Egyptian religion, I don't know what the name of the religion is, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but there was a god named Atumra, and I actually found out that it actually was two gods that merged and became one. Okay. But he's the Ra stands for God of the Sun, and then the Atum has to do with taking the form of a cat and visiting the underworld. Cool. Um, so the Ra comes out in the daytime, and the Atum comes out at the night. Hmm. And Atum Ra was said to give birth to eight other gods. Technically, four were his children, and four were their children. Um, so four more grandchildren. Um, Yeah, I know I said that weird, but, um, and they, each one of them represented one of the lives of a cat. Um, like one of them, the goddess Bastet, which a lot of people I think have heard of, um, was like a protector and protected, um, Atum Ra from a snake, um, like killed a snake, um, can't remember the name of the other one that I read about right now because I didn't write all of it down because it was a lot. Yeah. I was like kind of thumbing through a lot of things. Um, and by thumbing through, I mean clicking through because I was on the internet. <laughs> um, but but basically, Atum Ra was the representation of all eight cats plus himself, weirdly. And so okay. he represented the nine lives of a cat. Um, gotcha. But also... He's also the creator of the universe in their in their religion, and so it's just he's a lot of yeah. things. And then uh, Bastet was the first Egyptian goddess of like that I knew of that was like cat like. So okay. that was um, that was interesting for me. Um, but we know like we know that like the um, worship and like 
yeah. view of cats. Like, like they, yeah, perpetuated, they like would worship cats. Yeah, perpetuated throughout history. Um, and like literally even like um, middle age Europe, people thought of cats as like mystical beings that yeah. lived. They, I think a lot of people thought they lived longer than humans. Yeah. And that like people did really, this is, do, please don't do this, d- like, did tests to see if, like, how far they could fall and still oh, survive. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. And yeah, we don't need to do this. And, yeah, and there was one story where, like, a cat fell, like, 70 stories and Holy lived. Holy crap. But that might not have happened. Yeah. Um, but we know that cats can fall and are very limber and very, like, they're very athletic. So yeah. that's another one of the reasons they're, like, people saw cats and, like, impossible situations for humans surviving we also all know that cats are liquids and they can get into any form yeah um but they're not always good at landing on their feet no um so yeah i thought it was really interesting and yeah it's it's really short but um i thought it was cool that throughout time we've thought of cats as like these protectors of humans and yeah these companions that help keep us safe because like you know them warding off like mice and things mm-hmm. um from they saved a lot of people's like oh rice yeah. stores yeah and a lot of yeah a lot of their food since there were no refrigerators um in ancient egypt so nope. they or medieval europe um, right. they that the cats would ward off the mice and then they would just take what they needed and which was usually just the mice and go right, so yeah. they, they didn't bother the people the people were like that's really nice of you um, yeah very so like they, symbiotic relationship happening yeah. yeah so yeah i thought that was really cool um that is cool okay i have a question though so the proverb like for three he plays three he strays three he stays is mm-hmm. that like are they thinking of that as nine separate lives or is like lives like stages of the one life do you know what i'm saying yeah i didn't find anything about like okay i think it's like a are you starting to think like reincarnation type of a thought or like, right like are they are they looking at it as like a reincarnation situation or are they looking at it as like i mean because definitely like cats in the early when their I, kittens are super playful yeah i didn't i from what i read it didn't seem like they thought it was necessarily reincarnation okay it seemed like like the the three he plays like it's or like this it's, stage yeah, of life. it's like stages okay I, I think but okay. I don't want to make a definitive comment because I sure. don't know a hundred percent yeah um but yeah I thought the three he strays was interesting but I guess it kind of makes sense too mm-hmm. as like that's when like they're grown and adult and like able to run around and hunt right and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then stays at the end, like, um, a lot of older cats, I think, that's, I mean, that's how they became companions, is that the, right. the cats got older and they eventually wanted to st- settle down in one right. spot. Like, they want their own little cuddles yeah. and stuff, yeah. And that's how cats got us to domesticate them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and Sweet. how they might be gods, who knows? <laughs> they, they certainly think they are. <laughs> that's... That's 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 pretty true. definitive there, yeah. Um, all right, well, thanks guys for listening. Next week, I'm super excited. We're getting into spooky season, Woo-hoo! so 
for the month of October. <laughs> I was waiting for that bit. Do that again. <laughs> All right. So for spooky season, we have um, some spooky, ghosty... Doggy and kitty tales. Doggy and kitty tales coming up. I'm really excited about... Yeah. There's like a ghost hound. We might try to talk about like black cats and stuff, so... Oh, yeah. Get real excited for spooky season. Yeah. On our way back for that one. Oh, yeah. We do, like, a whole history project. Seriously. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, That's also my spookiest noise. <laughs> the ooh. Yes. <laughs> so spooky. Such spook. Much spook. All right. Well, and when we also almost forgot to do our arbitrary rating for Masha. What do you oh, give Masha? Man. Masha... <laughs> I don't know. Get the heated blanket. <gasps> I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh, Masha would love that. Yeah, and an outlet just in case she doesn't have one. Well, right, under you her know. stairs outside, <laughs> and an outlet, or it's solar powered. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I want one of those. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love my heated blanket. Seriously, it's the best. Um, I'm trying to think what I would give little Masha. Yeah, because I was going to say blanket, but then you stole it with heated blanket, and you made it better. So I'm going to just double down on heated blanket. You could give her a cat house, like instead of a dog house. Oh, like like a a little cat tree. Yeah, but you want it enclosed because it's Russia and it's cold. Yeah. That's why I was saying like a cat house. Yeah. Like build her a little room underneath the stairs. She can get a Harry Potter room. Yeah. (laughs) Like we have in our house. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well. Make sure to tune in next week for <laughs> spooky season. Woohoo! Some uh, ghosty hounds. Um, but until then, you can find us on Instagram at Puppy Dog Tales Pod. You can always email us stories at Puppy Dog Tales Pod at gmail.com. And remember that it doesn't have to be a cat who saved a baby boy from freezing to death, it could yeah. just be about. Your cat who likes to cuddle with you a lot. A cat who runs into the window because <laughs> she forgets where her face is and where the window is. That sounds like you have a personal deal. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> are you kidding me? That's like what this whole show is. It's fine. It's yeah. like our personal deal. Yeah. Um, and make sure to, you know, leave us a good review on a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or, you know, wherever pods are cast. It just helps people find our show and discover our show. And yeah. Yay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you all next time. Until then, keep calm and wag on.